I'm always glad to introduce my father in the Lord. And uh, I also want to let the whole world know that he is my friend. I want to tell people that uh, not all pastors are children of God. But the person I want to introduce this very afternoon, even his adversaries will agree that he is a child of God. Praise God. And to me, that qualification swallows any other qualification in life. Because for somebody to be a child of God, that qualification is more than the one of a reverend. It's more than the one of an apostle. It's more than every other qualification. So it is my honor to introduce my friend, the district superintendent of Lagos Districts. The executive committee member represents Southwest Zone 2 in the General Council. Let's welcome our father, the Reverend Dr. J.N.G. Okafo. As long as God liveth and is seated on the throne, I will never be As long as God lives, nothing shameful shall come your way. You will never suffer reproach. Shame shall never be your portion. Shame shall never be the portion of your children. Shame shall never be the portion of your husband, of your wife. Tell God as he lives, as he lives, shame shall never come your way. As long as God lives, as long as God occupies the throne, you will not be put to shame. He can never be dethroned. Situation can never dethrone our God. Tell God this day, shame 
shall never be your portion. Reproach shall never be your portion. As long as he lives. Glory be to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. May the Lord God grant you your prayer request this afternoon in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. Please, I want to our seat in the presence of the Most High God. In the name of Jesus Christ, no vandal will intrude your vineyard. That's a good prayer. Every vandal, the Lord God Almighty will show them way out. Your vineyard shall never accept any form of vandal in the name of Jesus Christ. Judges chapter 6. And if I can find a fast reader and should give me that from New King James Version to start of the reading from verse number 1 through 16. Then the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. So the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian for seven years. And the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. Because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made for themselves the things, the caves, and the strongholds which are in the mountains. And it was, whenever Israel had sown, Midianites would come up. Also Amalekites and the people of the east would come up against them. Then they would encamp against them and destroy the produce of the earth as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance for Israel, neither sheep nor horse nor donkey. For they would come up with their livestock and their tents, coming in as numerous as locusts. Both they and their camels were without number, and they would enter the land to destroy it. So Israel were greatly impoverished because of the Midianites. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. And it came to pass, when the children of Israel cried out to the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel, who said to them, Thus says the Lord God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of bondage. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all who oppressed you. And drove them out before you and gave you their land. Also I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But you have not obeyed my voice. Now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the tree, tree which was in opera, which belonged to Joash the Abiezrite, while his son Gideon threshed wheat in the winepress in order to hide him from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, 
you mighty man of valor. Gideon said to him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord is with me, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all his miracles which our fathers told us about, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord hath forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Then the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours, and you shall save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent you? So he said to him, O oh my Lord, how can I save Israel? Indeed, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat the Midianites as one man. Hallelujah. I will be with you and you will destroy, swallow up the Midianites, even as one mind. I'll be speaking this afternoon on the topic that says, victory over the vandals of the vineyards. Victory over the vandals of the vineyards. Someone can personalize that victory over the vandals of my vineyard. Victory over the vandals of my vineyard. Victory, we know that is the word that emphasizes on having dominion, winning the battle. And so they say you have a victory. Or you have the victory. Vandals simply mean someone, someone whose interest is only to destroy that your beautiful or to damage that your beautiful and useful property that belongs to you. His intention is to damage, to destroy whatever is useful to you. That is his business. He doesn't have any other business. His is to destroy, to damage, to vandalize, to useless that which is useful to you. And then yard. Simply put, your garden, your place of work, your business, that which you have, something for your livelihood, could stand as your garden, as your vineyard. In Lagos, we don't farm now, so we have our businesses, we have our own uh, workplaces. So that stands for your vineyard where you expect that some produce will be produced and also that you will have earnings from the investment you have made. So we are seeing today that the vandals will never vandalize your vineyard. Say better amen. From the context and from the particular scripture we have read this afternoon, within the context of it, 
will locate causes for this vandalization. We also look into consequences of not honoring or keeping to God's rules and regulation. And also we look from that the conquest of the vandals. What actually happened? According to the reading which we have had this afternoon, God delivered his children for the purpose of serving him. For the purpose of worshipping him as we are today. He never delivered us for nothing. He never salvationed us for nothing. He did it so as that we can become a medium through which others will be salvationed. He did it. Why sure? And so that was what God did to the children of Israel. But time came. They decided to perpetuate evil in his sight. Living contrary to the will of God. Instead of serving God wholeheartedly, they were provoking God to anger. They were not careful in keeping to the tenacity of what God has already asked them to do. They went their own way. They became wayward. They became children that started to bring reproach unto their father, unto their parents. And God was not happy. What would God do? Seeing that his children had now formed league. They went into league with those people that he told them not to have anything to do with. They went into league with them. Into affinity with them. God was watching. You know, sometimes God do not act immediately. He gives us space. He gives us time. He watches to see if we can realize ourselves through the gospel, through the messages we receive, even in the church setup, whether we will repent. But these children, we are not repenting. They continue provoking him into anger. Destroying the rules of God. They were disdaining God's instruction. He never bothered them. God said, don't do this. Who is God? They went ahead doing it. Sometimes it happens to us, even as God's children. We come to the church, and those things we are asked not to do, we find pleasure in doing them. It is not the will of God, but the enemy. He wants to turn you to become enemies of your God. But I want to say today, whatever the enemy is insinuating, trying to turn you to become enemy to your God, to your deliverer, it shall not work for him in the name of Jesus Christ. Every effort he will put on you will be turned to become futile in the name of Jesus Christ. God waited for repentance. And repentance was not forthcoming. So, you know what God did was now to sell them, to hand them over to their enemy. 
God decided. And you are asking, a good God, yes. A righteous God, yes. He could discipline his children anyhow. It is for us to reason, why am I undergoing what I'm undergoing? Is this at a result that I have disdained the instruction of God or have decided to live my own way, though in the church, but outside church community, outside the will of God? And God decided to hand them over. He delivered them from the hand of the Egyptians who took them captives for over 430 years until when he came to redeem them. And so, why must they not take heed to his instruction? And so God decided to hand them over to their enemies. God decided to say, Midianites, take over them. Ammonites, take over them. Hittites, take over them. So that people who were free before should not become people under bondage. Taking hostage by the enemy who could have not come their way. But because they allowed themselves to become instruments in the hand of the enemy. God said, no, I hand you over back to the enemy that I have delivered you from. I pray this afternoon. If anybody has been handed over through the mercy of God, may you be recovered. I can hear you say amen very well. May you be recovered in the name of Jesus Christ. It's a fearful to fall into the hand of the living God. The faithful God. And he said, be careful because I am a jealous God. Visiting the iniquity of the parents unto the children to the fourth and fifth generation of them that hate me. Of them that hate me. So the vandals came in to take possession of the people of God. Let's see what happened there. The Lord sent them, sold them into the hand of the Midianites. The Midianites prevailed over the Israelites. Israel began to hide in the dens, in the caves. But you know what happened? At this particular time, they will want the children of Israel to labor. They wouldn't worry themselves. All they needed to do is to be quiet. The children of Israel will labor. They will cultivate the ground. They will weed up the ground. They will pile up heaps. They will plant and invest into their business. He was still watching. The Midianites and the Ammonites will be watching. As soon as as it was harvest time. Mark that. You have invested so much. Employ capital into so many things. And at the time that you were now waiting. To reap the fruit of your labor. For anyone that makes investment. Is having the mind to have profit. Nobody invests without having at the back of his mind to make profit. Every investor has that in mind. That I'm investing that in turn I will reap. Likewise farmers. I grew up in the village. There is a time of farming 
where there may be no food and other things, some farmers and those, I can say, non-committant, those farmers who are not committed to their farming job, will begin to eat their seed yam. Why others will continue to manage with whatever they can have to eat until the planting season. During the planting season, they will plant. Remember, they have also starved themselves because they want to sow in anticipation that when harvest comes, they will have something. So, when they must have done this, at the harvest time, the Midianites, as we read from the scripture, will come out in their dozens, in their millions, and to come to invade the farmland, the vineyard of the children of Israel. The vandals will now come to vandalize what they never at any time participated in planting, in sowing, just because God has handed his children over to the vandals. I pray today you will be recovered. Ah, You will be recovered. They will come And the children of Israel will run away after laboring. After your investment. After employing the last cobble you have. Lo and behold. The unwanted vandals will come to occupy. Every media night. Every Ammonite that will not allow you to reap the fruit of your labor, even in this year, may that Ammonite and Hittite be cursed in the name of Jesus Christ. Well, let's get cogniz- take cognizance that these Midianites and Ammonites would have not have any capacity to have come into your vine yard if you had not deviated. Sometimes we are the people inviting the Midianites and Ammonites into our family, into our business. When we begin to take the ways of the world, when we begin to keep God aside, when we begin to take our own way, when we begin to abandon God's instruction, remember that when these people were keeping to God's instruction, the Midianites had not the power to come to invade them. No! Until when God said enough. Since these my children cannot repent any longer, I hand them over to the enemies. It wasn't the enemy that took over. God handed his people over to the enemy. I pray for you today. As I also pray for myself, that none of us will become victims in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We will not invite the Midianites or the enemy into our home, into our company, into our vineyard, in the blessed name of Jesus Christ.
whatever hand that have been placed on you, on the negative aspect of it, that will not allow you to reap the fruit of your labor. Today, in the blessed name of Jesus Christ, may such hands be cut off. Amen. The Bible said that the Midianites will come and they come. Their aim is to vandalize, to destroy, to make you not have anything for which you would have testified to the goodness of the Lord. They will encamp there, reaping where they have not sown. They will encamp there, making you to live by regretting from time to time, as though God who has called you has not wanted you to be well. No, his desire, he said, I know the thought I have for you, the thought of peace, the thought of peace to do you good, to bring comfort to you, to redeem you, to make you to be satisfied. I know the thought I have for you, the thought of peace and not of evil, to grant you your expected end, according to uh, 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 King James Version. And other versions say to give you future, to give you assurance. I know the thought, that is your God talking about, so that those calamities coming your way is not God's will that you'll be facing up with such calamity. Today, every calamity that have been trying to embrace you and to partnership with you as a result that you have digressed from the will of God. May the Lord have mercy upon you and turn events around for your good in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So when you break the wall, the serpent will bite. That's exactly what we have found in that particular place. When they broke the wall, the serpent came and beat them. The Midianites came like grasshopper for multitude. That's what the Bible tells us there. What was the intention? What was the mandate of these Midianites? To destroy the harvest. Even if the harvest is not ripe. Once they have arrived, they'll make sure that even that the hopeful thing you have in future, it will vandalize all, put them to naught. Number two, to take over the land, to run the vineyard underground. Once they come, intention is to destroy whatever you have planted, whatever you have sown, whatever you have invested in. The next is to run it over underground and to render the harvest useless. If you read the scripture, these are the things you find out there. To render the harvest useless. That's their desire. That's what they were looking forward to. And finally to impoverish the children of Israel. Or to impoverish any of us. That's their intention. 
That's their mandate. Whoever give them, have given them the mandate, you'll find out as we trace through the scripture where we read that it was the children of Israel who gave them that mandate. Because if they were living and right with their God, if the enemy comes by his own power to invade them, the Lord God Almighty will keep the enemy abreast. We take the enemy far from his people. But hence they we are the people who use their hand to bring the enemy, to invite the enemy, giving the enemy the mandate on what they will do in their own family, in their own business. They gave the enemy the chance. I pray that any suggestion that may come to you to give an inch of your vineyard, of your family, of your business to the enemy, the Lord God Almighty will put a hedge against such in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord God continue to help you, give you the insight and to read the writings of the enemy so that you will not be a victim but become victors in the name of Jesus Christ. I want to pray for you that the Almighty God in whose presence you have gathered today, we continue to shield you. We continue to protect you. We continue to show you mercy. And continue to show you his loving kindness in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. Every Midianite and Amalekite that has vowed to wage war against you this year and beyond shall be visited by the divine anger of the Most High God. When eventually the people of God came to realization what had brought them into that situation. The Bible said that they cried unto the Lord. They cried unto the Lord. I want to thank God also for our general council. Who had also made this year to be a year whereby we seek the face of God. And I've been following this uh, uh, section and uh, on, their, uh, uh, on the online. Worship and other things, emphasizing in prayer and the deliverance that God had also intended to give his people if they come back, if they repent. When these people realized that they have been in trouble, the next thing the Bible says that they cried unto the Lord. They wept. They wept unto the Lord. They asked God for forgiveness. They realize their error. They realize their sin. They realize that they have gone far from where God had decided that they should have remained. They knew that when they realized, as in the case of the prodigal son, the Bible said that when he came to himself, when he realized, when he came to himself, he said, how many higher servants had my Father, but I am here languishing. I am here eating with pigs. 
I am here investing and having no return for my investment. When they realize what has happened to them, the Bible said that they cried unto the Lord their God. And the Lord God sent his angel. The angel of the Lord came and stationed himself at a particular position. I pray, I pray that at the end of today's service, and those of us who will be willing to call upon the name of the Lord, the angel of deliverance will be sent to you. And you know, it's another thing when the angel is sent, it's another thing also to see the angel. The angel that God will send to you is another thing for you to see the angel. And whatever will prevent you to see that ministering angel that will help you also out of that yoke you are in, may the Lord open your eyes. May the Lord get you connected to the helping angel that is bringing you away in the name of Jesus Christ. The angel of the Lord appeared. And when the angel of the Lord appeared, there was also a man who was ready for whatever it takes to recover what he has lost in the hand of the enemy. The angel of the Lord appeared. When the angel of the Lord came, someone was available. Gideon was available. And I said this year and the remaining months that we have for this year, God will assist you. You must never make, you must always make yourself available. And when you make yourself available, God will locate you. God will help you. And how do we do that? If I may ask this time, how many of us have been making ourselves available in prayer meetings? In Bible class, we don't know the day of the Lord's visitation. That's one thing you don't know. How many of us have been making ourselves available in our Sunday school? How many of us have been making ourselves available in our YS gathering, in the youth ministry, in men's gathering? How many of us have been making ourselves available? Sometimes when God comes to visit, he doesn't tell you the day. He doesn't tell you the month. He doesn't tell you the hour. He comes and the people he meets at that particular point receive the blessing. And because you weren't there, like Thomas, you will always say, I cannot believe it is God doing this. We won't believe until you say, when I see the Lord by myself. Of course, you need to see God. And you must be in the place where God must be found. When you are in the place where God is found, you will also see God and the intervention of the Almighty will become your portion. When Thomas was not there, he never received the blessing. But when eventually appeared, the Lord also appeared and said, Thomas, come. It is time. I pray, may you make yourself available. Gideon was available. And the angel of God looked at him and said, Thou man of valor, 
I have seen in you that you have the capacity. Even though the enemies are around, you have decided to keep at a time. Remember, he came at a time that the Midianites will not be around. He smuggled himself in. When others were resting, when others were saying, no hope, he said, let me venture and try and see what God can do. He brought himself, when others were sleeping, he made himself available. And then the angel of God said, thou mighty man of valor, I can see in you that you have the spirit of determination. You want to overcome. You want something to happen. And Gideon said, why calling me man of valor? Don't you see what I'm going through? Don't you see? We were told that our fathers were delivered from the hand of their captors. He saved them. But today, what are we seeing? Is that God still alive? He's still having the power to save us at now? The angel of God has said, I can see in you that you are asking the right question and you want to know the answer. Yes, that God is still alive. That God that redeemed you from the powers and shackles of sin, that God is still alive. That God that delivered you I overheard so many of us giving testimonies here. Those people who should have gone through CS, but God delivered them. That's God is still alive. He has not changed. It is we that change. It is we. Not God. God can never change. Our God can never change. Thank you. That God is still alive. So, the angel of God and said, this your decision and this your desire, I'm going to use you to regain the captured territory. I don't know from where you are coming from. I don't know your background. I don't know whether you must have been written off from where you are coming from. But God is going to relocate you. God is about discovering you for a greater relocation. Maybe that you are place you are coming from that nobody has ever become useful or known. No renowned person coming from there. And when they see you, they say, Can any good thing come out of Nazareth? They mention the names of others. Mention the name of others. He said, but your own family, we have never seen anybody. Today, there shall be a turnaround. Gideon said, how is it possible? In the tribe of Israel, we are the, the, the weakest people. Among us are weaklings. No renowned person, no warrior from among us. If you need warriors, go to Benjamites. There you see warriors who can even throw a stone and kill many. From my own tribe, from my own family, we are non-entities. There's nothing to lay hands upon. We are nobodies. And the angel has said, 
and said, this is the type of one I need. You are the type of person I want now. In your weakness, I will make you to be strong. The Bible says that if we humble ourselves, God will do what? He will lift us up. But when we lift ourselves up, God will bring us down. He said, this is what I am looking forward to. You are the person suitable to occupy this position. You are the one. Have you realized your weakness? Have you realized that you cannot do it by yourself? You need my power. You need me to support you. Therefore, your victory is at hand. Gideon said, do you mean what you are saying? He said, yes. It's okay. I want to test you. I want to test whether you are actual the God of our father before. Wait for me here. And the angel said, I am waiting. I am waiting. From you, I am going to save that family from the deluge that the enemy must have lodged out onto them. I am going to save this family. There's going to be a turnaround from you. All the sufferings that have been going through this family, this clan, you are going to bring a turnaround. Gideon said, let me see how it will happen. How I will no longer invest and will never have the return for my investment. I want to address the Akonjo section today. God is about doing something in your life. The years that the Kanka war must have taken over, the Lord is going to restore for you. Especially when we turn to God for repentance. Gideon realized that. And he went forward and said, God told Gideon, now you are the one who will bring deliverance unto the children of Israel. Now you are the one to bring deliverance unto the family members, unto that company. Unto whatever you find yourself in, there shall be deliverance. There shall be salvation. There shall be a kind of something that someone will look up and say, Hitato has the Lord helped me. I pray for us today that every vendor that have been coming into your vineyard, into your investment, into your family, into your womb, into your body, Today, the Lord God Almighty shall sack them in the name of Jesus Christ. Victory shall be your own in the name of Jesus Christ. You will overcome the vandals in the name of Jesus. The Lord God Almighty will vandalize the vandals. I hear it again. God Almighty will vandalize your vandals. Those who have intruded your life, intruded your home, intruded your business, the Lord God shall remove them in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. Only what God is looking forward is for us to also open up and say, God, here am I. I present myself today that you might make me vessel of honor to see that the demands, that the things that are needed to be done 
pass through me. I have surrendered myself. Use me for your own glory. Use me in this Akonwanjo, in this Lagos district, even the General Council of the Assemblies of God. I present myself to be used of you. Gideon presented himself and God never I, I, I disappointed him. As you present yourself today, God will not disappoint you. God will make you vessels of honor. God will bring a turn around your way in the blessed name of Jesus Christ. Rise to your feet as we begin to talk to God today. Mention the name of the vandal that has come into your life, that has come into your home. Every vandal that you can recognize that had made your life to be destabilized, that have made your business to be destabilized. Mention the name of those vandals. As Midianites, as Ammonites, God is going to vindicate you. God is going to fight your battle. God is going to win your war. God is going to showcase himself. That is the almighty God. Begin to pray. Begin to pray. As you mention the names of those vandals, whatever have been trying to disturb you, Mention the names. Mention their names. Mention their names. The angel of God is stationed to take your message across. The angel of God is stationed to take your message across. They are ministering angels to minister to the sons of salvation. The ministering angel is around to take your demand, to take your request to make your request known to God even at this moment. They are around here to take your message back to God and to bring about turn around. Turn around in your situation. You will never remain in that condition again. Have you realized yourself? Have you realized what has brought you to this situation? Please tell it to God. Tell it to God now. Tell it to God now. The causes of the vandalizers. Something brought them in. Consequences follow. But now we are talking about the conquest. The victory that God is going to give you. As you open up yourself. The victory is about giving you. The success God is about giving you. Even for this first fellowship meeting of the year. You have something to tell God. You have something to record. You have something to say, God has done it for me. You have something to mention before God. Every media night, every media night, every vandal, it could be the spirit of disobedience that you have employed, the spirit of lying, whatever vandal you remember. That has never allowed your vineyard to flourish, to flourish. Tell God today. They cried unto God and said, God, we will no longer offend you. And when they did that, God also turned their darkness into light. God brought a deliverer. God raised up Gideon. God gave them a deliverer who will deliver them from the hand of the Midianites. Today, the Lord Jesus Christ is here. The Lord our God is here. God gave his son 
To deliver us from the spiritual vandals. From the spiritual Midianites. That we might have peace with God. That we might be rescued from the hand of our enemies. Tell Jesus. Tell him today. Whatever demon has been operating in you. Whatever sin has not allowed you to see this God's salvation. Anytime you want to kneel down, that sin will come and wake you up. And say, God cannot hear your prayer of a sinner. Today, that vandal, that Midianite must be crushed by the power of the Most High God. Not by your own power. Jesus came for your deliverance. Jesus came that it might be well with you. Jesus came that every vandal in your own vineyard shall be sent out from that vineyard. Because you have turned in your life to God, good things will begin to come your way. Tell God. Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus, he's a friend as well known. You've no other such a friend or brother, tell it to Jesus alone. Tell it to Jesus, tell it to Jesus, he's a friend as well known you've no other such a friend or brother tell it to Jesus Has your life been vandalized by the vandals? Has a li your life been vandalized by these medianites and the